0: Welcome back to the podcast, and I just wanted to say apologize for the absence. Uh, I didn't do an episode, I think, for a couple or a few weeks, and I actually am now recording in my new apartment here in Los Angeles. I might do a video uh, on my YouTube channel of my new place, I'm not sure yet, so if you want to check it out, you can just look up Dia Jin on YouTube, and you can find me there. And a couple of you actually reached out to me to check in, and I really appreciated it, so thank you so much. It's been interesting uh for me personally the last month or two and there's been this theme that um i think my sphere of connections um are experiencing like a lot of my friends or people i know and it's this metaphorical concept of micro deaths and rebirth and maybe you know what i'm talking about maybe you're a little confused don't worry i'm gonna dive a bit deeper and so this theme i find It's been quite prevalent on a personal and collective level, and it's this idea of navigating micro-deaths and rebirths. What does this mean? (laughs) Essentially, there's this cyclical nature of our experiences here on Earth, just like how we have seasons, when a fall or autumn rolls around, you know, our plants begin to change colors, the leaves are falling off um, to the ground, animals are preparing for winter, the days start to become shorter and the darkness longer. And uh, as I believe there's a universal intelligence to our entire reality, so as human beings also go through these cyclical deaths and rebirth things in our lives. So we entered Scorpio season on October 23rd, Um, it coincides with the themes of fall or autumn, and if you didn't know, the zodiac sign of Scorpio very much embodies these themes or archetypes of death, rebirth, transformation, and so much more. And so I wanted to share this really beautiful contemplation written by someone I follow on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is at sunmoonsquare, and here is what she wrote. For some of us, Libra season is about loss, loss of light, loss of warmth. This year in particular feels like a loss of connection, knowing that the colder weather will make it harder to see the people that we hold so dearly. For that reason, Scorpio season is about our response to loss, grief. When the sun is in Scorpio, we're being forced to sit with and honor how we feel. Scorpio being a fixed water sign is less about transformation and more about persistent feelings and instincts. Fixed water is ice, and if you've ever held ice in your hands for long enough, it begins to burn. The scorpion is emotionally brooding, and we're being asked to let go only once we've held space for feelings of grief. Decay is a prerequisite for growth, and transformation isn't the fixation but a byproduct the after effect. The lesson is in learning to let resentments and taxing emotions decompose in due time. The only way out is through. Um, I love I love her writing. So if you guys like that or enjoyed it, please go check her out on Instagram. I found this to be a shared theme in my sphere of connection lately, as I mentioned earlier, especially within this last couple of weeks. I literally have had friends tell me they felt as if they were going through some kind of a micro death, um, a dying process. And I, too, personally experienced this in different ways as well. And a micro death can be a death of an old self, an old self concept, uh, maybe an aspect of your identity that you're letting go of loss of connection, perhaps that you really long for or you want. Um, to hold on to. It could also be shedding skin and purging parts of you that no longer feels aligned or perhaps no longer serving your purpose. Um, A micro-death could also be realizing that an old lifestyle, a relationship is no longer working and thus it must be let go of. It may also be a very drastic change of life or career direction due to uncontrollable external circumstances. So there could be a hundred different ways that these micro deaths manifest in its expression and in our lives, but ultimately the connection here is this sense of deep loss and grief. And I wanted to talk about this because I think grieving is very important, but it's not usually wanted. It's not usually welcomed because grieving can feel so heavy and so dense, and loss can feel like a giant chunk of you being ripped out and away, and it can manifest in a very visceral and physical way as well. Heartaches can be felt physiologically, and grief can manifest as incessant mental activity, just this replay loop of what could have, should have, but did not happen. So... Suffering here is a byproduct of this pain. And even though oftentimes we are the ones that shoot the second arrow of suffering onto ourselves, in these very extreme circumstances of such loss and micro deaths, all I can offer and I think all we can offer to ourselves and others is empathy and compassion. Because during those times, it is so much harder to find our anchor, our refuge, and to come home even if the foundation of our home has been cared for and is solid and steady the rooms are filled with haze and clutter and our thoughts become consuming so we try our best to focus elsewhere yet constantly finding ourselves returning to the same loop and story of where things went wrong if you experienced or are perhaps currently experiencing a form of this micro death of loss and grief the very first things we can offer ourselves is tenderness and compassion. Sometimes we're not yet ready to walk through the fire and that is okay. This ebb and flow and expansion and contraction pattern, this breath of life exists in all of our experiences and happens in cycles and grieving is a part of the healing process. But what does it mean that the only way out is through? I've Covered this topic. Um, I've covered a few different topics, actually, different episodes around this theme, and it's this practice of offering space or honoring our space or honoring our emotions that are very uncomfortable. So, if you want to imagine our emotion as energy signatures, each emotion might carry a different signature, and. When we choose, sometimes unconsciously or subconsciously, to repress or suppress as these emotions surface, this energy might end up becoming trapped in our physical body. For example, someone who constantly internalizes anger might eventually develop actual physical illnesses over time. When we do not allow these emotions to express itself in a healthy way, it can remain stuck in us, waiting for the next round of activation that's when uh, another similar pattern or circumstance happens in our external experience which triggers this pain point um, or this fear in this energy and you guys if you're new here you may be not but if you've been listening to me you know that i'm very honest when i talk about things i am never excluding myself so i was definitely someone that always would repress suppress numb and escape from all these discomfort and unpleasant emotions and i am still to this day learning to continuously check in and to remind my heart to remain open especially when it just wants to contract and shut down And there's this very simple practice that I've been doing. Whenever I feel fear or anger or uncertainty, perhaps anxiousness or sadness, I take a few deep conscious breaths into my heart space. And then I move my shoulders back at the same time. So in a way activating the sense of expansion instead of contraction. You can try this and you can stay here and do as many breaths as you like. And just see if you can soften the edges of your heart with each breath. You can even try placing one or both hands on your chest to soothe and to send some love to yourself. We honor these emotions by allowing it space to exist and us to be alongside, next to it, with such compassion and tenderness, without getting caught up and trapped inside. There is a difference between having this grief sitting next to us like an old friend, and offer love, so much love, instead of pushing it away, fighting it, or being caught up inside, that we cannot feel the light at the end of the tunnel. But again, I wanna reiterate, this is a process. There are seasons and cycles to the process of death, loss, grieving, and rebirth, and sometimes the darkness is needed. But always, we will reach a point where we can feel a tiny bit of room for the light to come back in, and we can take this opportunity to really look at and honor and sit with our loss. I think pain and anger can be transformative, it can be productive, when it is ready to be transmuted. And if some of the things I just talked about feels a little bit too intangible, there are simple practical ways that I'm going to tell you right now that you can try to navigate and move through this kind of micro-death and grieving. Some of the things I love to do are journaling um, by allowing our thoughts to manifest onto physical paper, thus dispersing some of these energies attached in us, a process of letting go, so to speak. I also have been really love dancing Uh, almost every night i'll put on music to whatever fits my mood and just move Um, a really fast way of just coming back into our physical body instead of staying in our mind in this incessant chatter of our pain and suffering Um, is a great way to ground and to experience our grief from a very visceral way uh, from the inside And we can move with it and allow these emotions to move through us rather than having it remain stuck and stagnant. Another thing I love doing is to sing. Um, When I sing, I feel as if I am vocalizing and I am exhaling and expelling what I'm holding onto inside. And it always feels like releasing pressure when I have a great solo karaoke session. Some other ways are, of course, talking it out with a professional, maybe a trusted friend who can hold space for your grief and loss, um, or even have a loving dialogue with yourself. This is something that I do a lot. Um, Call upon your higher self or have a conversation to soothe your inner child. And no matter which practice you prefer, the most important thing is to not run away from this. And this is easier said than done, and I know that, I acknowledge that. But there is a discomfort and an ache inside, and we abandon ourselves when we run from it. And the ultimate act of self-love is to acknowledge these emotions we have, no matter how uncomfortable, and to declare it loud and clear, I am not leaving this time. I will be here always, and I will never abandon you again i love you enough i love you so much to stay and to sit through this with you we will get through it together and so we cry we scream we shake and we burn and we grieve and then we surrender and the moment will arrive when you can peel back and witness the first layer of peace and acceptance we can remain open with curiosity and tenderness softening the edges And as the seasons change and cycles move, the death of winter will always be followed by the promise of spring. You've been through this before, and you've made it through each single time. Your resilience is your badge, and the grief will eventually make way for light. And even if the grief remains, you don't have to make an enemy of it. We have the capacity and limitless space to honor and embody both light and darkness. I know this year has been really intense and transformative for a lot of us in many different ways. And this season truly has an added layer of pressure and friction. So I want you to know that you're not alone if you're experiencing this kind of micro death um, or loss or grief, you're not alone. And I want to end this podcast with a really beautiful quote that I found. Um, before I do, I just want to say, make sure if you want to sign up for the modern pen pal list to receive personalized e-care packages and updates from me right into your inbox. Um, I am also kind of working on launching my shop, so I'll be sending out updates via those letters as well. And all you have to do is go visit penpals.herewithdia.com. That's Um We do also have an Instagram account and Facebook group with the same name if you want to look it up. Um, so here's the quote. To love life, to love it even when you have no stomach for it, and everything you've held dear crumbles like burnt paper in your hands, your throat filled with the silt of it. When grief sits with you, it's tropical heat. Thickening the air, heavy as water, more fit for gills than lungs. When grief weighs you down like your own flesh, only more of it, an obesity of grief. You think, how can a body withstand this? Then, you hold life like a face, between your palms, a plain face, no charming smile, no violet eyes, and you say, yes, I will take you, I will love you again. Um, Unfortunately, I don't have the author, so if anybody know who wrote this, please do let me know. I'd love to credit them. Um, Thank you so much for being here, for listening, and again, I apologize for the short break that I took. It was not intentional. I, I was just going through a lot of personal things. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Dia, and I will talk to you all in the next episode.